BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Rodney Taylor, a.k.a. the Penguin Scott. You are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Top 10 by Geek Vibes Nation. As always, I am your host, Tia, and today we are going to be diving into a topic that I am sure is going to cause some debate amongst my panel of hosts right now. These are going to be the worst comic book live action movies. And it, we're just going to go through what missed the mark, what didn't do justice to the comics, and what was just in general a bad movie. Now, I have to put out the disclaimer that this is a opinion-based list, so please do not be offended if your favorite movie ends up on this list. Without further ado, I am going to introduce my, ho- uh, my panel's host right now. I've got Ryan with me. Ryan, what's up? What's going on, my peeps? Hope everyone's having a great Saturday, even though it's Sunday. <laughs> That's a little inside joke. And with that, we're going to introduce AJ. Glad that you can make it on the right day. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, by the way, this is not an opinion based. This is all facts, especially for me. Oh. Mm. All right, all right. This is how we're going to start this. And without further ado, we got our amazing guest, Leo. Thank you for joining us today, Leo. What's up, everybody? Sounds like it's going to be a good show. Um, now you had me thinking it was Saturday, Ryan. I, I got super excited <laughs> there for a second. I'm like, oh, no, it's Sunday. Ah. And I really wanted Chuck E. Cheese pizza for lunch today, but I guess that's not really happening. <laughs> nah, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I already Lord. made the journey for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
for anyone listening, and you got to go check out uh, Leo's YouTube. Actually, Leo, really quick, I'm going to let you kind of uh, plug that because that was a pretty good video. So please tell us about the Chuck E. Uh, video really quick. <laughs> come on over to uh, Geekly Goods, my YouTube channel. I went to Chuck E. Cheese after Shane Dawson did the conspiracy video and decided to actually document every step of the journey. And it was um, awful every step of the way from being in the restaurant to being at home trying the disgusting pizza. So check it out, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'm I'm mortified ever since I saw that video. Not that I think I ever ate Chuck E. Cheese to begin with, just because I don't think there's really a Chuck E. Cheese around me. But anyway, oh, with that Chuck E. Cheese is trash anyway. I live in New York. We have real pizzerias, but just saying. Oh, anyway. shit. Oh, I live in New York City. Yeah. We got even realer pizza no in argument. New York State. <laughs> anyway, guys, let's start off this top ten. I'm going to give it over to Leo to give us his number ten pick. All right, I'm going to start the list off um, from an MCU movie. Um, oh, no. I'm going to Thor Dark World on there. Oh, oh, not, oh, no. What's that? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I might come for that one, but we'll see. No, uh, no, don't don't touch my baby like that. No. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> look, look, this is why this is going to be a good top ten. But anyway, I'm throwing right. Thor Dark World on there for the obvious reasons. I mean, it's one of the, A, most forgettable ones. B, it was just... Horribly to- story told. Uh, I mean, it, it just seemed like they're trying to cross over a, a bogus version of Lord of the Rings with with Thor, um, and I was not having that. The dark elves looked looked terrible. They were bad villains, not really memorable. Um, Jane Foster was kind of getting in the way again. Every every just every detail about this movie is horrible. Um, from from all all those details to even just the cinematography wasn't that great to me. Um, nothing was super memorable besides maybe the last ten minutes. And you had that like dark opening in the sky and they're trying to destroy the world. But it was such a generic plot story that it's it's just it was bad. I mean, it was the worst out of the MCU. I think um, it came in that second round when uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier was right next to it, which is one of the best MCU movies one could argue. I mean, jeez, that that movie. <laughs> I know y'all know that one, that Winter Soldier. Oh my God, those street fighting scenes, everything about that movie. But uh, Thor: Dark World, I'm gonna throw that on as number ten. It's just. Honestly, it's a movie just packed with flaws, and the acting doesn't really save it. Nothing really saved this movie for me. So uh, I'm going to start off the list with Thor Dark World. You know, Leo, when you said an MCU movie, I got a little scared. But as soon as you said Thor Dark World, I was like, you know what, I can't even be mad at that. Because I agree with everything that you're saying. It And me, personally, as a Thor fan... And a Loki fan, obviously, I'm okay with getting my Loki content any way I can. But that was just not a good movie. If I go back and I rewatch, I am bored to tears. I think even the actor who played the um, the dark elf leader didn't like his role. And 
even I heard a rumor that Chris Hemsworth was like ready after that to like not be Thor again. You know, like it was Thor Ragnarok that really just made him like happy with the character again. But um, yeah, and Winter Soldier was an amazing movie. So that going up against you know Dark World, I mean, it was just not a good movie to be honest. But um, yeah, I I'm not even mad that you put an MCU movie at the top ten. Ryan, is that you making all this noise? Oh no, is it? I don't know. <laughs> what does it but, sound uh, like? Then I, I I can give you a better description. Because I'm by uh, nobody right now. I don't know. It just sounded like a lot of like movement around. I don't know. But Ryan, speaking about you, what do you think about Thor: Dark World being the top ten? Uh, honestly, I can agree with Leo, no matter how much I don't want to, because I know he's going to come after my baby girl, the Incredible Hulk movie, but I have to agree with him on this, because, one, they did, they did my guy, Doctor Who, no justice, because if you guys didn't know, the guy who plays uh, the villain, Malekith, played the first version of the newer version of Doctor Who shows, so, he, I really liked the actor, and when I heard he was going to play the villain, he was going to be pretty badass. And this movie was back when MCU didn't know what type of tone they wanted to go for because they had a lot of movies that were not so serious. And then Thor was always the serious movie. And this movie really shows it because it was super dark. Every single scene that was that was on Earth was just cloudy and rainy because they're they're in London and it just didn't go for it. And no one's like Jane. Jane's just a bitch. Let me just get straight. <laughs> No yeah, one likes Jane. She, <laughs> if you guys remember in the beginning of the film, she was going on a date with some British dude. She should have just stuck with that guy. Just completely leave the movie. Chris Chris Hemsworth, too good for you, baby girl. <laughs> like, chill. Like, chill. You don't deserve him. And they, he needed a haircut in that second movie, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, the villain was weak. The supporting cast was weak, other than Darcy and the Doctor. I always forget the Doctor's name or the scientist. Those are about the only two supporting characters that I like. And the whole Loki killing or sacrificing himself got really old at this point. And this is like when I didn't, I'm I'm not going to lie, I felt it a little bit when uh, Loki died in Infinity War, but I'm just like, okay, this is what, the 10th time he's died, and he's probably actually dead this time. So I really don't give a shit at this point. (laughs) And I feel like they've outplayed his death to a certain point, even in that movie, to where they made his final, like, sacrifice a little underwhelming, in my opinion. And the ending was just complete CGI garbage. The, the ending was so bad, I just didn't like it. Well, the thing is, I had read that they were going to, like, permanently kill off Loki in that movie. That's why that, like final scene with Thor, like, holding him is, like, as intense and emotional as it is, but then, obviously, they got such a negative reaction from the powers that be, and that's why they decided to throw in that scene at the end where you uh, find out that Odin is really Loki, so um, that was supposed to be his, like, final scene, but anyway, uh, AJ, give us your thoughts on uh, Thor Dark World. Yeah, I have to agree with you all. It was a forgettable movie, and it was a terrible story within it. But I will say that the two MCU movies that are the worst have the same tone together, but 
they have a overall different tone from the overall MCU. So that's why I think like most people um, don't forgive it as much as other MCU movies. But um, the Dark Elves did do look um, bad. And the CGI was bad. The story was bad. So, yeah, I have to agree with this one. Yeah, it's just a sad movie. So, Leo, good good start off on this uh, list. I'm glad that we could all agree. And it doesn't cause Until too I go. much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, well. That, the list is going to get hot when the Hulk comes yeah. in. Oh, <laughs> my God. I'm going to save Ryan for after. I'm going to put AJ for number nine. <laughs> well, that's just okay. We're not ready yet for Ryan. <laughs> okay, for my pick, I'll do the 2003 Ang, Ang Lee's Hulk. <laughs> um, so, so this one, it has terrible CGI. Um, the whole movie was just a complete bore. Um, there, there's terrible editing transitions that that try to look like the comic book panels, even though it does not work. Um, the acting is boring and punk dogs. I don't know what the deal was with that. That was just garbage. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, that. And by the way, guys, sorry for background noise apparently this whole weekend there's just been cops and fire engines just racing by I'm like oh my god can this stop happening every time I'm on the phone anyway uh yeah that was just a terrible movie AJ and really when they came out with the incredible Hulk, you know with um uh oh gosh what's his name Edward Norton Edward I wasn't, yeah that was a good I was, one I like that one it, it was good, but Thank initially I, I, I wasn't excited for it just because of the 2003 version of Hulk. You know, that really all, was just like, oh, my God. That's the only what reason why I like the – that's the only reason why I like the Edward Norton's Hulk was because the 2003's Hulk was total garbage. <laughs> so there was, like, no hope for me for um, – um, oh, God. I just said his name. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Ryan, uh, your thoughts on 2003's Hulk? Uh, I can agree. The movie was pretty shit, actually. It was pretty shit. The Hulk was like a giant green STD the entire time. <laughs> and I can figure out why they wanted to go with him. Like, I'm just curious, like, what happened in the background, like, behind the scenes? And they're like, hey... Let's take an STD, let's make it green, and let's apply it to a big muscular man. Let's just see what happens. And then the fact that they said, this looks really good. The fact that they actually said that or said things to the point where they actually used it even mind boggles me even more. The CGI shit, the green STD sucks, Eric Bana sucks, the love sucks, but I can appreciate the movie for trying to do something different with the comic book thing, but it still sucks. But I can still appreciate its effort. Um, other than that, man, the the whole reveal that his dad was still alive, if I remember correctly, and he turned out to be this big electric monster, was so bad that I laughed, actually. And that final fight where he gets all the way into the water by his dad, and you just see, like, a bunch of flashbacks, which I can't even I don't even know if they're flashbacks because of the way they edited them. 
Dude, I, I thought it was like reading a bedtime story called The Green STD That Could. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> the Green STD That Could. I like that. That's a good title. You can't make up this shit. Um, Leo, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, AJ's number nine? Wow, the green STD that could. Uh, <laughs> great title. Um, I totally thought he looked like Gumby on steroids with a wig slapped on top of his head. Uh, and he, like, the way he ran literally looked like. I don't know. It looked like somebody that was constantly, like, out of breath, but just trying their hardest. Like, this movie was so easy to forget. Um, wow, it made the, the Incredible Hope look a lot better, that's for sure. That, whoa, that movie whoa, just, whoa, whoa, It looks so bad. <laughs> the Hope looks so bad. His face kind of looked, like, smashed in. Oh man, that was that was a bad movie. I mean, the CGI was bad. He was bad. Nothing can really save the story that was just gripling and slow. I just I remember falling asleep to it numerous times. To be honest, um, every time that movie came on, I fell asleep. So That's yeah, it. definitely definitely makes it for me, man. Like I think I might have seen that movie all the way through thoroughly one time. Um, Agreed. Quick question. Quick question for you guys: Would you have wanted to see Edward Norton continue as the Hulk in the MCU? Or are you guys happy? Sure. Yeah. That yeah. Mark I would have been there. No. I'm to be, to begin, I would have liked him to continue, but I like Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, so it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, I like Mark Ruffalo. It's just we've had now. Uh, at least twice in the MCU, uh, actors replace other actors, like Don Cheadle replacing uh, Ten- uh, Terrence uh, Howard as uh, yep. Rhodey. So it's just like it's interesting. So I was just wanting to get your guys' opinion on that. This all happened before the MCU took off, so it's not as confusing as it would have been. Yeah, exactly. All right, so yeah, it's good it happened early. So so far we got two good bad movies. Uh, Ryan, I am looking forward to your number eight pick for this top ten. All right, Kay, you should know this one. This is in honor of my boy Kevin because I really wanted to fight with him on this call, but because he didn't <laughs> want to show up, you know, it's whatever, it's whatever. Well, I'm going to choose another MCU movie. All right? Oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. All right. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I can't no, no, I can't no, Doc. We're gonna stand. we're gonna argue about this. One. I can't stand this movie. The mo- uh, I I think I, okay. Listen, listen, listen. I think I mainly don't like this because of the marketing was so bad for the movie. And now you'd be like, oh, the marketing is so good. Wait, wait, Ew. wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. What? I got you can't add, judge. You it. can't judge a movie I, by I'm not marketing. Done. I'm not done yet. I said marketing is part of it. I'm not done yet. Okay. I'm not done yet. Okay. Okay. So marketing is one reason. I don't like the villain. I mean, I'm going to name Sonny, I think his name was. I'm going to name Sonny as like the quote-unquote villain because Ghost was just a scared little girl. But I didn't like that dynamic. 
between the Sonny Birch character going with the wasp, and then they had to steal the lab, and then she was trying to steal the lab from them, so people were trying to steal the lab. Meanwhile, Scott Lang was trying to hide from the feds, which I still don't know how he did, because that's almost the most absurd fucking thing in the world that he still didn't get caught by the feds. Thank God everyone got dusted at the end, because no one is smart on that team. Because you're going to tell me, you see a fucking 80, you see an 80-foot man in the San Francisco, um, whatever, water, and he's supposed to be at home. You're going to tell me that you didn't see nothing. And it was on national television, and they just let him go. You're going to tell me you would let him go when he was still supposed to be at home. And you knew he was lying, too. Um, the only, like, redeeming parts is, of course, Michael Douglas, Paul Rudd. Um, fuck, what's his name? The guy who plays the guy who tells the stories. Fuck, what's his name? Lewis, I think, right? Michael, oh, Pena. Michael Pena. Michael Pena? Yeah, Michael Pena, yeah, yeah. His character was, he's still pretty funny. And I think I was over, overall disappointed because I thought it was a step down from the first one because I adored the first one. I thought it was like one of the most underrated Marvel movies to this date still. But this movie just brought it down another notch because then they add the Goliath character all of a sudden. It's just like how many more different characters are you going to add into this um, untying plot to a point where it gets kind of confusing if you don't know what's going on. I thought it was kind of of a dumb reason why um, fuck Michael Douglas and the Wasp got really mad at at him for going and helping Captain America. I'm just like, oh, come on. Shut the fuck up. You guys would have done the same exact thing if you were asked. He even asked on that. And she said she would go. And she even said he wouldn't have gotten caught. Like, dude, what the fuck? And they're getting mad for him going? When his daughter confessed that she would have gone if she was asked. Listen. I don't know. I didn't, gonna... I didn't find it emotional with the ghost character either, too. I'm just like, bitch, you can go fade off into the quantum realm. Not my problem. Come on, Leo. Throw your fireballs at me. All right, hang on. Before anyone else gets a swing at this, I want to swing. Um, I will say... I did like the first Ant-Man better than I liked Ant-Man and the Wasp. That being said, I loved Ant-Man and the Wasp. I loved Evangeline, uh, Lily's character. Hope was just, she stole the show. Her dynamic with Scott Lang was just so freaking good. The costume was awesome. The fight scenes were epic. Uh, Anytime we get Walter Goggins on screen, he is just amazing. Michael Pena's character was great. I love the whole reunion between Michael Douglas's character and Michelle Pfeiffer. I will say there wasn't really a clear villain in this movie because Ghost ended up turning out just to be someone who was hurt and needed help. And, you know, Sonny Birch was just kind of like a myth. But to say that, to put it on the top 10 worst movies, there are so many other worst movies. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Leo, Leo, go, go, go. Say something. (laughs) I feel like you just picking that Kevin here because, man, this this was a good one, bro. Um, I have one more for you. Check out the the scene – Check out the scene when uh, Walter Goggins' character chases them down the street 
That's like a pretty solid little chase beam, man. Music and everything. Okay. Music, action, everything. No, no. Like the size growth. I Think about when that van, when she was like small, went under that van and turned, and the, and the van turned large. Like those effects are super dope, man. And you mean to tell me you don't like Walter Goggins? I question like, the storytelling. But why? I think the painting really makes up for any holes in the storytelling, to be honest. Because think about it. It's a two, it's like over two hours, but it didn't feel that way. Because it was painted so well. Nah, man. That movie went by pretty quickly. I don't know. I think we're watching two different anime movies. Some of the, I I thought it was better than the first, actually. I thought it was a better movie than the first one. Yep. Y'all can all question me, but <laughs> I At least thought the second one was better. Something, because I, because uh, I, mean, I thought the giving Evangeline Lilly's character a little bit more was what that movie needed. It was a good oh, no, decision bringing her character in yeah. more into the plot. I thought she was awesome. It makes it actually makes me sad that she also turned to dust because I'm like, damn. The Avengers could have really used her in Endgame. Well, they, the sad thing is they, they really hyped this movie up to have it as the original Wasp, Michelle Pfeiffer, coming back. She was in it for maybe two minutes. And then as soon as the end, they still You, can, you were like, so yeah. mad about the marketing, though. Like, <laughs> the marketing is, is so small compared to what we actually got. Like, to be honest, bro, I remember a couple trailers. I don't really remember that much. Hype about this movie because Infinity War was coming back, coming out around this time. So yeah, it was kind of put on the back burner. In my opinion, I feel like what's the quote? I feel like AJ has been very quiet on this. Uh, AJ, how do you feel about uh, Ant Man and the Wasp (laughs) number eight? (laughs) I'm just at a loss of words right now. Ryan, I'm sorry, but this is this doesn't deserve to be on the <laughs> top ten worst comic book adaption movie. So I'll <laughs> I'll just say I'll just say no. <laughs> I, I, I can't even think right now. Just straight no. <laughs> There's so um, many other worst movies out there, and this doesn't deserve to be on the list. Wow, Brian, just killing all of us here. So, unfortunately, uh, it's, on, it's on the list. Um, I don't really want to count it, but it is your opinion that you want to put no, 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 no. uh, <laughs> I can offer up one instead. I can offer up another. <laughs> Leo, we'll, we'll get back to you. No worries. But this actually makes me feel better about my number seven pick because I was like, man, how is this number be, like, you know, received? Because Leo and I were talking about this little the other day, and I was like, oh, no, like, am I going to be attached for this? But it was like, after Ryan threw out Ant-Man and the Wasp, I'm perfectly fine with saying my number seven, which is going to be Batman versus Superman. Oh, that is my number God seven. Oh, okay. That's even <laughs> worse than Ryan's pick. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. No, that's perfect. Oh God, that, that is perfect. No, oh, no. Movie sucks. No. No, it's trash, yo. Trash. 
trash. Are you guys? <laughs> it's so, honestly, I'd still rather watch that movie over Justice League. So. Thank God Justice League is trash. Why, why is Batman versus Superman here, but not Justice League? <laughs> all right, hang on. All right, all right, we're on number seven, AJ. We'll get there, I'm sure. But <laughs> Batman versus Superman is going to be my number seven pick. Let me, let me tell you guys a story. I'm going to set this up, oh, right? Let me tell you a story, oh, all right? Story. There's a story. Okay. I, I didn't go to I didn't go to the movie theaters to go see Batman vs Superman. My boyfriend That's and I. Why. That's my boyfriend why. and I. My boyfriend and I downloaded it on the internet. So ooh, badness. Anyone listening? Sorry. Wow. You know, whatever. Um, wow. So we so I did we did that. that. And we <laughs> watched it. And I was I was physically angry that I spent three hours of my life, I don't know if it was actually three hours, it felt like three hours, three hours of my life, it felt like three hours, I wanted to fall asleep, it was terrible, I was like, I want my money back, and I didn't even spend money on this fucking movie, it was terrible, (laughs) all right, everything was bad about it, and I'm sorry, I'm going to stand here right now, and I don't care how much backlash I got, because I got it, in the Geek Dives Nation's Facebook page, I do not like Ben Affleck as Batman. I did not think he put in the good fight. I do not care if his costume is comic book accurate. I don't care about any of that. I did not like him as Batman, his acting. It, the plot line was just terrible. Um, fucking Jesse Eisenberg, the worst Lex Luthor in the history of ever. I mean, what was that performance even? Um, Just terrible. Everything was so convoluted and thrown in. The CGI was awful. And then it's like he wants to battle Superman and this and that. And then at the very end, fucking uh, Lois Lane shows up. I hate that in movies where people just randomly show up. Like, are you kidding? You're a human and there's an alien fighting a dude with this, like, mega suit on. Like, what the fuck bat, are you bat, doing bat there? Man, like, Batman is just a regular human. So, but that's what I'm saying. He's wearing, like, this suit and shit, and they're going at it, and there's, like, mass destruction, which, by the way, in the DC movies, it feels like there's always these, like, terrible mass destructions, and I'm like, man, how is the world even functioning right now? But anyway, my whole point is, they're going, 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 and all of a sudden it's like, tell Martha, Martha, and I was like, oh my god, that's how they—that's how they're buddies. That's how everything. Your mom is named Martha. First of all, Martha is such a common name. It'd be different if it was like I can't think of an uncommon name for them to be like, oh my god, it's like what Martha is a common name. And it's like your mom is Martha, 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 ah! and that was just terrible. The only redeeming quality of a person and then also I hate movies where people are like super angry like and they did it too with you know um Captain America Civil War people are super angry that they're like oh you destroyed this and this and that it's like there was a threat to like the universe and it needs to be stopped so Batman stop getting so pissy at Superman for just saving the earth and you know a couple of buildings got knocked down in the process like I'm sorry and one last thing the only redeeming quality of this movie was Gal Gadot as uh, as Wonder Woman. It got me so hyped for the Wonder Woman movie. I'm like, she's gorgeous, she's perfect. Boys, go away and let her fight the fucking battle. So she's that's hot gonna as shit. Be, 
She's okay, hot so as hell, man. She's that, hot that's as hell. the only redeeming quality? Yes, yes. What about no, the no, score? No, what about beautiful. the score? She's beautiful. What about the score? Uh, who? That, that, what, what do you think uh, about the score? Was, was dope. That's that's all I'm gonna say. That that was amazing. That score no, was. No, the score was good. What what about the, the cinematography? Score was great. I don't remember. Hey, the score. I didn't like the cinematography. <laughs> I didn't like the cinematography. I, 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 I also, like that's and also everything, everything is dark so dark. Like cinematography. And, and not dark in like a content wise, but dark like visually. I'm sorry. I wear contacts. All right. I have really. Like bad, bad freaking eyes. All right, I can't see shit. I'm like, what? The, like, did, people are like, did you see this and that? I'm like, no, I didn't see that because can they put on a freaking light? And it's like, it's such a tactic to make everything dark so they don't have to like put in as much of effort in their fight scenes or anything because it's like, oh well, people can't see, so we'll use this. I can't see anything on a freaking light. Anyway, that's my pick. <laughs> the struggle. So if you guys want to attack me, go ahead. I'm ready. It's more Let's like attacking me. Everybody else Who's hates next? it. Who's next? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I was on the top of my before. Your turn, motherfucker. Let's go. What? What? <laughs> I'm ready AJ. No, AJ. AJ. AJ, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, first no, I do agree. The Martha scene, the Martha scene was garbage. I that did not work well for me as well. But the uh, warehouse scene was amazing. The Batman and Superman fighting, going going head to head was amazing. I don't know what you're talking about saying like the whole movie was terrible. I don't think the whole movie was terrible. I do believe that there were flaws to the movies structurally. As like a um, entertainment piece, I thought it was really good. I wasn't going as far oh, as I was gonna go. Um, I don't know. Oh, uh, hold on, go I, got, I got a couple things to say. All right, Leo, let's oh, hear. Oh, I got a couple things to say. Uh, that Martha scene was what killed Batman and Superman battling for me. I mean, that <laughs> that killed all that because you had this momentum build, right? I mean, Batman literally slam Superman with a sink. All right, well, they're scrapping. They're, they're struggling to beat each other. All right, he gets a spear. It's time to finish off Superman. And he says, Martha, and everything's done? Like, dude, that was a killer. Like, okay, that killed fair, all fair the momentum enough. built up throughout that entire battle. So that wiped all that for me. Um, the warehouse scene enough. was good. I'll give it that. But that was probably the best part of the movie. Not to mention, without the um, the ultimate edition adding in, like Superman actually going to visit that family and learn about the Bat brand, you didn't get any of that. So Superman just hating on the Bat brand was kind of just like, oh, that's enough to make you want to clobber this dude. Like it just wasn't convincing on either side. It just a bad film. Jesse Eisenberg sucked. <laughs> sucked. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg was terrible. terrible. I, I, I'll give you I'm that. Too. Like, no, it's not. Can we get somebody who's got terrible. like a little more so, feet? The scene like, where Batman and Gal was together in that um, party. I love those two together. Their chemistry was amazing. And yeah, I will give you that. Gal and Ben had some good chemistry. Yeah, they were. Gal Gadot was the only but, redeeming quality of this film. She was. Phenomenal. Not to mention you talk score. Like her, her theme you didn't like Jeremy Irons. was amazing. 
You don't like yeah, Jeremy well, Irons? Uh, he's all right. No. I mean, like, nothing amazing to me. Yeah, I I don't know. But just all right, Ryan. What are you, what are your thoughts? This movie should have been renamed to Batman versus Superman for the Colored Blind. That's what it should have been called. That's the new name for the movie. Because I can't see shit in that movie. It's either black or white. That's yeah, y'all must be blind. I must be. Anyway, like I was saying, oh, Marissa, Marissa, what did you hear? Shut the fuck up. You sound like a little bitch. No, no. We're not here with Martha. If everyone ever, if anyone ever said my mom's name, I'd be like, "Why did you say that name?" Boom, right in the fucking face. No, it's done. Why? Okay, killed. Someone having the same name as your mother should not matter. Second of all, my my baby mama Gal Gadot though, damn, she's a blessing from the gods. If hey, <laughs> not the point, bro. not the point, not the point, not the point. Not the point. Anyway, my my boy Jesse Eisenberg. Little bitch of the year, he won in that movie. Second of all, the movie's called Batman v Super, not Batman v Superman, not Batman versus Superman versus Doomsday with Wonder Woman just coming in at the last second. That's not what it's supposed to be called. It's Batman versus Superman. Too bad they were too busy scissoring each other during the whole movie. And then fucking Doomsday wanted to come in here and take his little toothpick of a sword and stab Superman with it. Like, come on, bro. You've been punched through 20 buildings at, with one punch. You've been mauled by your own kind 20 times. And you demolished the whole city with just your back and the way you fly. And you're telling me you can't take a little toothpick to the chest? Okay. It's kryptonite, first of all. Well, it is. It's kryptonite. Yeah, it's kryptonite. Second of all, he didn't need to take his spear and then drive it. The guy could have easily thrown it. I'm sorry, but I think I'm the only one who can make this argument or that has made this argument. But he could have easily thrown it, and he didn't have to do it. Wonder Woman could have done it, and she could have stabbed him and jumped without him actually grabbing her. Second of all, why, why was Lois Lane even involved in this, in, like, this movie? She had no relevance whatsoever other than to have herself almost die trying to get the, the kryptonite rod. That is the only way she was made for this scene, which is the dumbest thing in the world. And then Superman's like, oh, man, I was sent to this planet to protect it. And if I can't give my wife for it, I'm not protecting it. Like, shut the fuck up. You're not the only one, quote-unquote, protecting it. Have you not seen the Justice League? You got, like, 20 other motherfuckers helping protect it. You're not the only one. Stop trying to sound like you're the only person in the world that can protect it. You got Batman, who's a little whiny girl for his parents dying still. And the guy's, like, what, 60 now? Yeah, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, you, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't whine about your parents dying, the thing is, he's whining, but he's still doing something about it, but that's, okay, keep going, keep going, I'm sorry, (laughs) okay, thank you, thank you for letting me keep going, I can keep going on this movie for days, and we haven't even gotten into Justice League yet, we haven't even gotten into Justice League yet, no, Justice League is trash, once we get into that, we'll all rip that, we don't have to argue about that now, I think you all have a mutual hatred for Jeff Lee. Anyway, not my point. Second of all, where was I going? They they give you this little pan shot. What? I will say a lot of the problems you're you're saying are kind of brushed up a little in the Ultimate Edition. I would recommend going to watch that if you haven't seen the Ultimate. Because, like, Lois Lane's involvement in the Ultimate – 
kind of makes a lot more sense because she's feeding Superman all this info. That's how I got to so, visit the family. You know, the Ultimate Edition, don't even start me with Jimmy Olsen, the character. They wasted one of the coolest, one of the funniest characters, in my opinion, in Superman. They just completely wasted him. And to be honest, I don't think he would have been funny if he survived. Because the guy was super serious, and he worked for, what, the CIA or something? Like, what the hell? And they just killed him. Like, well, see ya, Jimmy. Didn't know you. Didn't care about you, but see ya. And it's just like, <laughs> Lois Lane was a dam- damsel in distress the whole movie. They, op- they literally opened up the movie of her being harassed by, like, Ira- Iraqis or ISIS or something. Or, like, some. Some shit, and then she gets caught at the end of the movie underwater trying to get the kryptonite. And I guarantee you, I can't remember, but in between then, they, they, she obviously probably got caught by someone that he had to save her. So she literally a, a damsel in distress tool device for for this movie, Justice League, and even the Superman movie, Man of Steel. So she has no relevance to the story. And I, I think I'm, I don't I don't really like Amy Adams too. I don't really like her as an actress. I've never really liked her. So I thought they didn't choose a good Lois Lane. Um, well, oh, so I, this is what I'm going to go against Tia here. I, I did enjoy Ben Affleck as Batman, but I don't give a shit that he's not coming back, if that makes any sense. Like, I, I could either take him or leave him. Like, it didn't really bother me, because I feel like he played the, the brawlic Batman from uh, The Dark Knight Returns very well. And then he just completely lost it in fucking Justice League. My dude had a fucking beer belly in Justice League. Like, what happened to that six-pack training montage from Batman v Superman in the Batcave? Like, come on, man. You just let yourself go because you hate this role. Not the point. Anyway, and then at the end, when they did, I don't remember, I don't think it was a post-credit scene, but when Batman came to visit Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor in prison, and he was saying that elementary rhyme, I'm just like, Bro, I think we're in two separate movies right now. But yeah, yeah, that's I, my answer. I'm not Superman. Bro, you don't like Amy Adams at all? No, I don't, I don't like Amy Adams. <laughs> I find her annoying. What? She didn't like American yeah. Hustle, Rival. Like, come on, man. She's got some good I roles, bro. I like movies, but I didn't like her. I mean, if you didn't like her, you definitely you probably didn't like a rival then. I've never seen Arrival. I didn't see Arrival. Uh, oh, man. Go check that out, for that reason. Check that one out. I didn't see it because of her. But I would see for Jeremy Renner. That's why. And he's he's amazing, too. But check that out, man. And you'll, you might change I know. Mind. I keep meaning to. I know. I've been meaning to. Stop yelling at me. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad <laughs> that uh, my number seven could... Uh, this could cause such a debate right now. That's what this uh, this list is all about. Um, I'm gonna move it right along and go back to Leo for the number six spot. So for number six, I'm gonna throw another DC movie on there. Not Justice League, not yet, y'all. No, 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 dude, dude, no, no. I actually, okay. I actually kind of enjoy Man of Steel. Okay, uh, I enjoy Squad. Man of Steel. Okay, that's Suicide Squad is what I'm throwing on there. Um, it, it's, it's, it, here's my thing about Suicide Squad. It started out as a pretty decent film. I mean, you got Will Smith doing a good dead shot. You got 
uh, Margot Robbie doing a good Harley Quinn. Like, it's building up with good dynamics. I mean, Batman comes in, takes on uh, Joker and Harley Quinn. Like, I kind of like where they were going in the beginning and teasing some of those intros and stuff. Like, the setup is there. And then it just all slides down into, like, a sloppy bat of shit after. Like, it just (laughs) never became anything better than what it was in the beginning. Like, it just kind of started, and then it was like, all right, well, no momentum. The story doesn't really pick up and have that much adrenaline. Um, And the adrenaline, whenever it comes, doesn't last. Uh, the whole, like, where I thought the movie kind of just slipped down was when Rick Flagg told them about, like, when he took their collars off and was like, oh, here's, here's all this about um, Enchantress and she's my she's my wife and all this yip yap bullshit. And they were just like, You're oh, let's forgiving. just him. Whatever. <laughs> like, I'm more like, forgiving of the no, movie. Deadshot, Harley Quinn would totally, they would be like, all right, well, see you, man. Like, hey, we're free. See you later. No, they would not just buck up and help this guy out out of nowhere. Um, and it just, from there, it didn't really go anywhere. Enchantress was a dancing hula girl uh, who summoned hair demons or whatever. And they weren't even, I mean, it was just a, a stupid threat, like her, her brother coming back. All that was just, it was crap. I'm sorry. It was crap for a villain that wasn't built up, that all along was just this guy's woman. Like, I, I just, I couldn't get behind any of this movie, and Amanda Waller was barely in it, but she was kind of weak. I just, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. This movie was a mess. It had potential, and it never got to that potential. And the Joker, bad, y'all. Oh, my God. But it's not like we, oh, we got that much time to judge. <laughs> it's not and like we, we never will got get that, that much time, time to judge. To judge. And we won't, because he's gone. Yep, they got they canceled his movie. He's done. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, "All right, they they shot so many scenes for him in this movie, and they don't include it. Like, come on, dude. They they shafted Jared Leto, and they probably destroyed this entire movie doing that. It's a mess. It's a mess, guys. I know you guys know it's a mess. Well, Leo, you know when I fully agree. Leo, when AJ and I did the top 10 uh, best DC movies, you guys know that I put Suicide Squad in. I love this movie. You love this movie for some reason. I love love this movie. I can't help it. It's great. Oh, my God. I don't know why. No, 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 no. It's it's fucking awful. It's so much fun (laughs) to me. It has a great soundtrack. I love the whole, like, punk, chaotic, like, colorful, like, introductions each like character has this like introduction. I'm not saying it's without flaw. I didn't like the enchantress. I didn't like her whole subplot, and they knew that. They recognized that. It wasn't a subplot. Um, can I be real with you? Can I, can I be real with you? Real quick. Real quick. They actually were rushing the movie so much they had to hire a trailer company to do all those graphics. So if they kind of look a little flashy what? and stuff. They had to hire, like, a trailer editing company to complete all of that stuff, all those graphics, because they were in <laughs> such a hurry. So, like, that's kind of why it looks like a marketing-ish type. Like, that's why they have those intros like that that are just, like, so, like, dynamic with the graphics. 
Yeah, I, I love that. I, Margot Robbie was great as Harley Quinn. Um, I absolutely loved, um, you know, Will Smith as Jed Shaw. He was freaking awesome. You know, I liked the characters. I liked Boomerang. I liked Rick Flagg. I liked all of them, um, you know, except for Enchantress. And I think that really, like, Jared Leto's Joker wasn't given really the chance just because he was barely in it. I mean, most movies that we have, the Joker, it's that he's the main villain and he wasn't the main villain in this movie. Again, not saying that it's, you know, I'm not saying that it's without flaws. It certainly has flaws. But for people to, like, shit on it as much as they do, it has the same sort of, like, recipe pretty much that Guardians of the Galaxy has. Oh, Which we're seeing now with, you know, uh, James Gunn, you know, helming <laughs> the next Suicide Squad. I don't know. Uh, people shit on it so much, but I legitimately liked it. I thought it was a good, you know, fun movie and better than Batman versus Superman. Well, I have to retort uh, just a little bit on the Guardians comment. What made Guardians even better is, well, the music selection was far better in Guardians than in um, Suicide Squad. Uh, but, like, the the Guardians came together in a believable way. Like, the Suicide Squad, at the end of the day, were just like, well, we're just going to turn our hearts to this guy. No, that didn't make sense for me. It, it wasn't believable. It was just the hodgepodge excuse for them to be thrown together. I don't know. I for don't me, know, it, man. It's, I liked it's it. It's not I, a convincing I, movie. Every yeah, time I watch like it, I'm it. like, this shit. This shit's fun as a, all right, fine, all right, fine. I'm just saying, I like it. It's the same thing, like, you know, I mean, I'm not that invested in it, but I still liked it. I still thought it was a decent movie. I'm still going to turn it on and watch it definitely over Justice League. So that's just me. But if you guys, I'm totally fine with being the minority that actually likes this film. So Ryan, AJ, if you guys want to, you know, Comment on Suicide Squad, please. Go right ahead. I do. Okay. Okay. So I, 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 I agree with you guys. The first half is actually really good. I enjoy the introduction to all the characters. I I love the cast they put together. The chemistry they had was really good. I will, I will give them that. The cast had really good chemistry. The characters were all right when they were being fleshed out. But they, they completely... Misused Slipknot. They just used them as a plot device to show them that they'll blow their fucking heads off in a matter of a second. That was his only use in the, in the movie. Um, Killer Croc, he really wasn't used too much, only for like those really petty one-liner jokes. Um, but they really gave the focus of the movie on Deadshot and Harley Quinn and their relationship. And for a minute, I thought I was getting into a Deadshot and Harley Quinn porno for a second because I was trying to get like, some vibes between them. And I'm like, wait, is this going to happen? And then Joker kept popping in, and now I'm like, no, nah, this can't happen. And then when he finally pushed her out of the plane and left her, and she's sitting on the car in the rain all sad, I'm like, poor motherfucker, this is your fault. He comes out of nowhere, just picks her up, I'm like, oh, we're definitely in a porno now. We are definitely in a porno. <laughs> because they, they were having, like, these weird vibe things. I don't know if it was the actors or the writing, but I'm just like, dude, this has got to be a bad porno that you see on Pornhub. Because I was starting to get those vibes. I'm not saying it should have been like that, but it probably would have been a better story. Just saying, though. Um, 
let's see, the Joker was not fleshed out enough, but I did like what they were trying to do, like a more of a gangster Joker while being crazy at the same time. I didn't like all the tattoos, but I liked what Jared Leto was trying to do. And if Warner Brothers didn't fuck with this project and allowed more of his character to be in it, I think it would have been a little bit more enjoyable on my point of view. But going into the bad things, the plot was all over the place. Rick Flag was a little bitch. Um, Enchantress was a dancing stripper, and she was just mind-controlling people with her vagina. That's how it was really working. And her brother, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there was some incest there. <laughs> because the brother and Enchantress were really weird together. And I didn't know how to feel about that. Amanda Waller was dumb. And, okay, so this is the biggest plot hole in the world. So do you guys remember uh, Scott Eastwood's character, that really asshole Marine, when they went under the sewer to blow a hole under him with Killer Croc? How did they all die except Killer Croc and he came out without a scratch? Can we talk about that? Because I don't give a fuck what you are. I mean, because he's Killer Croc. Not Killer Croc from the comics. If it was Killer Croc from the comics, I'd understand. This guy was like a regular size. In in the comics, this dude's like supposed to be some big ass motherfucker, but this like some yeah, regular right. human he being. He could have been like much bigger. He was he very disappointing. So much small. bigger. It, it, dude, it, it was mind boggling. And if he was bigger, I would have seen it. But dude, he's like a regular human size. So I'm like that bomb killed at least six marines. Yeah, or I, the hell it was. I will. And he should have died. I will say that Killer Cross, like how they designed him, definitely bothered me because. You know, in the comics and in the cartoons, I mean, he is like brolic looking, he's and brolic he and, just, like, and his kind of head, was, his head was definitely like like bigger than the rest of his body. Like they put all of the prosthetics on his head and forgot like the rest of his body. Yeah, I will say that. And I, I don't know will say that. Yeah. The thing is, the giant so killer crocodile. Killer Croc has an accelerated healing, healing, so he probably would. I mean, I'm just saying, like in an explosion scenario, he would be able to like escape that. He but they would, usually but change. Right they usually it. change the power sets. Usually, though, for they like do. superheroes, so we but don't they never really explain it at the same time, which is why I don't like. That's true. They, they also, they tried to normalize. Like they tried him. to normalize the team as well, which I didn't like. They try um, to make everything the, normal, which is weird. Right, I yeah, really and relatable. Is Captain Boomerang, though. Jai Courtney is Captain Boomerang, I really did enjoy. You guys might not he agree, was, but I enjoyed his characters. He was hilarious. I loved him. He was him. okay. He was okay. Uh, yeah, I thought but, he was all right. Okay. <laughs> for, for the roles he's previously been in, like Terminator Genesis, this was a lot better than those. I think we can all agree with Terminator Genesis. That movie was absolute. Grade A garbage, but not that's not the point. This <laughs> this movie had good elements, but like once it reached the halfway mark, it just like dude, it just fucking dipped. It's like Warner Brothers just used it as a toilet bowl and just took a giant shit on it, and the shit put, pulled it into the toilet with a uh, the poop, and he, they flushed it, and they made it into this longer piece of crap than it should have been. That's how you it was. That's so what it felt like. You guys are so forgiving for this movie. Well, let's hear your thoughts, AJ. I want to hear your thoughts. Going on Ryan's point of being like Harley Quinn and Deadshot, um, 
um, chemistry, you should watch Assault on Arkham. They have like a sexual. They're very sexual in that movie, and I actually mm-hmm. like it a lot. I watch it. <laughs> yeah, and I do not agree that the beginning. I I mean that that beginning, um, introduction was pretty cool, but as a film, it didn't like. I didn't think it like connected well with each other. Each of those, each of those um sequences, they could have been its own movie. I feel like at least, and to know and for me to feel that, it just disappointed me even more for the beginning of the film, and then going on to like the middle of the film where they like all fight together. I did I did like the chemistry between Harley Quinn and Deadshot, but that was the only chemistry that I liked. The Joker was okay. I, I like your team chemistry. I liked it. I didn't like. The I didn't like them at all. Besides Deadshot and Harley Quinn, the Joker wasn't. I was fleshed, how so much wasn't focus out. they put on the Diablo character, but I figured they just did that so they can kill him off in a sacrifice at the end. But I was surprised at how much of the movie they gave him for a character that's really not that well known, to be honest. Because I didn't really know about him too much until this movie. But other than yeah, that, you yeah. can say that you can say that for Guardians of the Galaxy too. We didn't know that was characters speaking yeah. with at all. I was scared but, going into that movie. I was but the chemistry they dialed yeah. into those characters, like they just had yeah. such good on screen chemistry, chemistry together Guardians that it was worked. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the suicide the was iffy. Suicide had a lot more characters and they were time constrained because of Warner Brothers. So I don't really give them full blame for that. Cause I, How many characters I did Guardians Warner have? Brothers, Guardians they were given, like, really small time. Or four. They were given, like, four or five. Yeah, five characters. And then I think Suicide Squad had seven. And, See, that's the problem uh, with Suicide Squad. And Guardians was they a focused, longer movie. They, they focused yeah. on Suicide Squad, like, outside the team as well, instead of, like, focusing, like, within the team to, like, yeah. give them enough time to explain and, like, expand on their theology and all of that. That was the main problem with Suicide Squad. I do agree well, with Tia, though, that it was, like, I thought it was interesting, but that was basically it. There was nothing else towards the movie itself. <laughs> Hello? Well, it'll be interesting to see, you know, um, how James Gunn tackles this movie. I'm sure that we're going to really, I think we're going to really enjoy it, honestly. I'm looking forward to it a lot. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, you know, great, great choice. I almost think that we lost Leo just now. Do I still got AJ and Ryan on? Yeah. I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> well, we lost, we lost Leo, so hopefully he'll call back in a second. So uh, with that being said, we'll scoot over to the number five, which uh, AJ, take it away. All right. Finally, on to the serious topics now. <laughs> I'm choosing Fantastic Four 2005 with Jessica Alba and the rest of the cast. Really? Um, Hang on. One, <laughs> one second, AJ. One second. Just to let you guys know, we got Ryan and eight, uh, we got Ryan and Leo back. Welcome, guys. You gave me a scare there. Um, this is yeah, AJ. <laughs> Disconnected. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, it's because of Suicide Squad, guys. I I, I deleted you. Um, uh, AJ, <laughs> I believe that. AJ is taking number five now, and it is the first Fantastic Four. You said, 
Yeah. Oh God, no. Okay. Two thousand five. Yes, Fantastic Four. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so let's start with the acting. Um, I did not believe any of these characters. They might like look like them, but their character and the way they performed wasn't believable. It was actually comedic, and it wasn't supposed to be like a comedy type film. I think. And I felt like it was a little boring at times as well. Um, there's terrible dialogue. The characters, like I said, were boring. And uh, um, um, Ben Ben and his wife, Debbie, I think that was her name. I feel like that was, like, one of the most – it tried to, like, make us feel for the character Ben. But overall, it did nothing but, like, um, made the wife a terrible person and make Ben seem like <laughs> a thirsty, a thirsty hero because he actually goes out with another, another girl later on, and that's about it. There's no positives <laughs> to this movie at all. Uh, well, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> really quick, really quickly. I'm gonna let you have your moment. Um, but. I'm going to say really quick, it's been a while since I've seen the first Fantastic Four. I remember honestly, like, enjoying it just because, but it could be one of the things where I liked it at the time because we didn't have anything else. Um, I mean, if you guys remember, Chris Evans, like, that, this was one of he his early well. on projects. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. <Johnny> terrible. <laughs> Jessica Alba was sexy. That was about it. (laughs) That's all I'll give it. The Jessica Alba thing, actually, like, learning about it later on kind of bothered me a little, that she hated her time on Fantastic Four because she, like, said at some point that there was a scene, you know, where obviously she's very emotional, she has to be crying, and they, like, stopped it, and they were like, can't you cry prettier? And it was just, like, one of those, like, old, like, you know, like, you know, we're, we're past that. We're past all that bullshit now. But, like, back in 2005, there's still that bullshit of, hang on, you know, you got to be prettier while you're crying, you know. So it's, like, that kind of <laughs> shit that, like, bothers me about, you know, that movie. But, um, Leo, <laughs> I, I, I interrupted you, so I'm going to let you go. My bad. So are you saying this was the 2000, what? 14, 15, that, that reboot, the one in, tw- maybe it was like 14, 2014 with Michael B. Jordan. And, I didn't um, watch it. Just Teller. because how much I hated so, this, I didn't watch it. Oh, my God, dude! I'll say that that deserved this spot on the list a lot more. Like, I, I'll give you this, that, that first Fantastic Four, a lot of it was dialed in, um, and it wasn't really, like, I think it was back, It was released back in a time where, like, superhero movies didn't really know what they were doing. So yeah. I think, yeah. like, part of me kind of gives say. gives it a little edge room because, like, it had no idea what it was doing um, in the sense that there wasn't really a, a good formula for how to make these movies. That so doesn't I, excuse I, it for I, being a good movie, though. Just because it's a superhero I mean, movie yeah, doesn't you're mean. right. I'm not saying that it's a good movie. I just kind of give it a little elbow room. Um, I mean, it's not, again, it's not a great movie, but I, I just, I would put the the newer Fantastic Four over this one. 
simply because of the storytelling problems in that movie, one that has had time to develop and breathe, were so much worse than this kind of more rinky-dink take on the on the film. And I guess I just didn't really take it that seriously. I'm like Tia, though. I haven't seen it in a while. Like, it's been a good long time since I've seen that one. Like, I haven't I never really thought it, it was... Yeah, I, I never I thought it was, like, breathtaking since... enough. Yeah. My bad. It, I probably haven't <laughs> seen it since the Silver Surfer movie came out. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to keep cutting you off, Leo. My bad. <laughs> that was my fault. <laughs> um, uh, but, I mean, it just... It wasn't memorable enough for me to really say, admittedly. So I'm, I can't really say whether it was, like, the worst. But I just don't remember it being, like, absolute trash, like the, the uh, more recent adaption. That was, like, memorable because it was so bad. I didn't see the new one, but my favorite thing was oh to God. look at all – my favorite thing was to look at all the critics' reviews of it because they, like, annihilated the one that came out in, like, 2015. It was so funny. Like, you, I'm sure even if you so, want to, like, look back at – just look at all the bad reviews about it. So I have a story about that one. Sorry, guys, to <laughs> go so far in like the left field. But I was, I was literally lined up at the midnight showing for that movie – Oh, no. uh, in a in a Fantastic Four shirt, like a classic with the four and with the circle in, oh, in the so middle. Excited. Freaking lined up, <laughs> so baby. happy, so ready for this, so ready for this movie. And get in there, the first like third of the movie, I'm like, all right, I'm, uh, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this, guys. And then uh, after that, it was just a mess. I I was so upset. That's the no, second you know time that's the- happened to me. Now, Third, I know what the big problem with that movie is. It completely skipped the second, like, a second half of the movie. Yeah, the beginning and the end, no middle. And yep. I, I'm, I'm going to sit here and say I enjoyed the beginning. I liked the build-up to how the characters met, and I enjoyed how they got their powers. Like, I liked the whole idea of teleporting to a new planet and falling in, sitting getting hit by this weird Uzi stuff. But then there was no middle, and they, they just jumped straight to Dr. Doom, who is absolute garbage. Who was, was bad? Like, Dr. Doom was, was garbage so in that first one as well. Yeah, but the <laughs> thing is, the reason why I kind of enjoyed the original Fantastic Four, the 2004 one, was it was very comic booky, and I didn't take it as anything other than that. I knew, I knew it was a very comic book movie. All the lights had screamed comic book. The way they dressed Doctor Doom was very comic book, and you see how that worked out for the 2014 version, which I do appreciate it for taking a grittier turn. The way they did, like the Doctor Doom was so bad, how his suit infused with his skin. Like, how does he pee? But that's not the point. Not the point. <laughs> I just have one snippet from that movie <laughs> yeah, that, that made me so mad. Just one snippet. <laughs> is when they all rush in in the newer Fantastic Four, they all time? rush into the Doom Force. No, no, no. They all rush into the Doom Force, oh. and they're like, they ask Dr. Doom, they're like, why are you doing this? And he's like, because Doom, and just starts attacking them. And I was like, I, <laughs> no, I can't. I'm that's done. so bad. <laughs> no, with the whole I movie. Hate when they, that's it. That's a wrap. They ruined, they ruined the movie for me when he said, it's cool, I'm ruined, And he sounded like such a little bitch. 
He didn't even have that much enthusiasm as much as you have. I know. I know. I had more enthusiasm. He's like, it's clobbering time. All right. I have a question for you all. I have a question for you all. Would y'all want them them to remake Fantastic Four since it's going back to Marvel? Yes. Yes. I think that from what I've heard, people really want, like, Fantastic Four to be remade and brought into the MCU and I think that in the, the MCU's hands we will we will be satisfied. We will get I want it more so than X Men, in my opinion. That's they what I've heard. I think X Men has their own universe. I think, I their own universe. More I think they X-Men should in the MCU. I think they should bring back Chris uh, Evans to <laughs> reprise his role. No thank He's done you. Captain no thank America. you. <laughs> No, thank now, you. Now, they can make a joke <laughs> saying, you look like the guy who played Firestorm or um, Johnny Storm. They should be like, you look familiar. They should make that joke. They should make that joke. Right? <laughs> I, I Deadpool. Like that. Deadpool should make that joke. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what was that, number five? We're, we're rewriting uh, the MCU. That's number five. And actually, Ryan, you got the number four just uh, for all right, all right, time's all right. sake. I'm not going to fuck this one up for everyone. It's Justice League. Leo, I know you're on my yes. side. Yeah, I don't know if you're on my side. And AJ, you really confuse the fuck out of me sometimes, so I don't really know. But I know Leo's on my side. I don't know Leo's on my side. Look, dude, I don't even know where to start with this movie. This movie is just a pile of dog shit, um, horse shit, human shit, and cow shit, and gorilla shit all made into a big shit pile. And they brought it to a movie theater and put it into that little disc drive thing to use, they used to make the movie. They just put a pile of shit in the disc drive for the movie, and that's what we got with Justice League. Justice League is an awful movie, man. It's easily the worst one in, in the DCU, in my opinion, man. Because that was- Man, of Steel, Man of Steel was good. Batman versus Superman was bad. Justice League was just so bad. I don't know how the studio fucked it up. First, they constrained it to two two hours or under for some reason. Don't know why they did that. That Ben Affleck decided to have a beer belly for his stomach for this movie. <laughs> they tried keeping Superman a secret when it really wasn't a secret. You can't have a Justice League movie without Superman and Green Lantern. First of all. Second of all, they didn't have Green Lantern. They quote-unquote teased Green Lantern with the Green Lantern Corp in that giant fight with fucking which was whatever their names are. Oh, that fight which was, was a the, mess. Which was, which, that fight was awful. And then they, they're like, oh, we got to form a team. Something's coming. Big brawling Batman with his beer belly stomach. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> so then we get, we get into the characters. Aquaman was the only character I liked. Jason Momoa was the only person I can see playing in this movie. Ben Affleck just lost me as Batman in this movie. I liked him in Batman v Superman. I can see it. But he lost it in this movie. And the guy who played Cyborg, Victor Stone, was, dude, I don't know what his problem was, but he sounded like a whiny teenager who just broke up with his boyfriend for the first time. And then the Flash, dude, I, I feel like the Flash had autism in this movie. I don't know what it is, but he's supposed to be a really smart guy, and he acted like the dumbest motherfucker in the world. He really did. I don't appreciate how they took out the scene with him saving Iris West. I really wish we saw Iris West just for the sole fact of helping thread out his plotline and his story more instead of just giving us that shitty dad moment in um, the prison. 
Um, let's see what else. Victor Stone again. His plot line was so dumb. I, I, I just don't know. They didn't give any of these characters background stories for not having a first movie. And that's where the two-hour time constraint really just fucked up. And this movie is a perfect example of why trailers suck. Because 90% of the trailers, uh, 90% of the footage in those trailers were not in this movie. I don't care what you say. The, the calling was even different. There's a scene where Batman um, jumps onto, like, one of the de- things in the fucking power plant. And in the trailer, it's dark and gloomy. But in the movie, it's all red. Like, why is it all red? The, the coloring ratio in this movie was so bad. The CGI has never been worse in a fucking movie. I swear to God, this movie had awful CGI for a big budget company like Warner Brothers. You'd think they'd have better CGI, or they'd try to using practical effects with CGI, but no, they decided to use full CGI. Then, Zack Snyder had this little family issue, but no, they didn't want to push back the release date. They still wanted to keep it, so they brought in a completely different person, Joffrey, a completely different mindset from him, from Zack Snyder, and then you saw the two people collide, and you don't know what type of movie this is. You don't know if it's trying to be funny. You don't know if it's trying to be dark. You have no idea what it's trying to be. And then this is where Lois Lane gets into it. Like, dude, this is the only reason why she's in this movie. There's only two reasons she's in this movie. One, to just, oh, I miss Clark so much. And then the other one, oh, Clark, I'm here for you, baby. I, I miss you. Stop being so bad. And then he instantly goes back to being like, the, the Clark can't we know. Like, dude, what happened to Black Suit Superman? That should have been a thing. Not, oh, Clark, I miss you so much. This is not you. Like, shut up. He should have killed well, your ass in a second. That's, that's what I'm that's saying, a, where I can't stand, where they, like, bring in, where it's like, oh, all of a sudden she pops up. That was a ridiculous scene. Oh, it, it made no sense. And then he instantly switches. And I find it hilarious how he took on every single Justice League member by himself. And let's get real. This movie could have easily been done with if it was just Superman and Cyborg. The other three members did not need to, or other four members did not need to be in this movie. Because all you need to do was fight Steppenwolf, and then Cyborg just needs to start separating the boxes, and then Superman just had to punch it real quick. That is all it needs, that's all it needs to happen. The other four members did not need to be in this movie. They thought of a stupid way to end the movie. They thought of a stupid way to defeat Steppenwolf, and they... <laughs> Well, what's just bad, such a bad villain. It, it, such you, a bad have, villain. you have both Aquaman and Wonder Woman, and they 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 can't do enough damage to beat Steppenwolf. Like mm-hmm. that was very they, they overpowered. They overpowered Superman, and then they underpowered. Do they really Steppenwolf, they underpowered which was else. the biggest problem. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, dude. Once Superman came in, Steppenwolf was a rag doll to him. He really was. <laughs> They try to make Superman godlike, but that was the biggest issue. When they fought Steppenwolf for the first time, saving Victor Stone's dad, bro, they didn't do shit to him. It was like throwing a fucking piece of paper at him. And then Superman comes in, he's like, oh, so I'm back, motherfucker. So I just don't understand it. There's so many things wrong with this movie. The one thing I did enjoy, though, which is the only thing I really enjoyed, was the opening credit scene when it showed the world after Superman in the morning. The song and the slow-mo were really good. I don't know. I really I really enjoyed it. And every time I watch Justice League now, I purposely just listen to that song because it's a really good song. I don't know why. But uh, 
they killed off <laughs> Superman way too early, dude. Um, dude, it's sad when a song and a montage in the beginning with a fucking title screen is the best part of this movie. It was a terrible freaking movie. Like, so bad. There's so many things that went wrong with this movie. Thank God Aquaman was good. Well, yeah, Aquaman was great. But but honestly, it's like, as you said, we had two directors with two totally different styles. I mean, the, the moment where, you know, Aquaman is ranting and raving, and then you find out he was sitting on Wonder Woman's lasso. I mean, that was so stupid. Uh, you know, flash running. That bothered me so much. He ran, like, stupid. Like, how, I don't know, that shit bothered me so much. The whole movie completely bothered me. I, I'm just going to say everything that Ryan said is, like, 100% true because that movie was just a mess. Um, Leo, do you want to make any comments about Justice League? Yeah, um, I just want to say that after being disappointed uh, from Batman versus Superman, I did not go all out for this one because I didn't have any faith. Um, so I just walked in, uh, got an early premiere screening for this one, and thought maybe <laughs> it was going to be good. But as soon as the lights went down and the screen came on, you saw this found footage of Superman. Oh, my God. And you saw a $25 million CGI removal job what? of how bad it looked right in front of your face in the first 10, 15 seconds of the film of him talking to some kids. Oh and that's God. how I knew yeah. that movie was filmed. That's how I knew. I was like, all right, well, I'm in a bad movie. Wait. Wait. That's a bad way. something funny? So I saw this movie with my uncle and my dad. And when that scene came up, I whispered to my dad, I'm like, this movie is going to fucking suck. And he instantly says that to me. <laughs> no, it's so good right now. I'm like, okay, let's see how the rest of the movie plays out. The movie ends. Me and my uncle look at each other like, dude, that movie's so bad. And my dad's like, what do you mean? That was one of the best DC movies ever. I'm like, oh, oh my God. No. I'm like, you poor kid. Poor dad. Like, you poor kid. You poor kid. Oh, my God. It's so bad, man. He's like, I'm doing so good. The action was so good. The plot was decent. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I tried to explain to him. And then he tried fighting back to me. And I'm just like, bro, I do this for almost a living at this point. And you're trying to come back at me? (laughs) Ryan, you're actually exactly right, though. In one of your... um... In one of your uh, observations, you said that um, there are different scenes in the trailers uh, and, and lighting is yeah. completely different in multiple scenes. Not to mention that there are actually, like, you can you can actually spot some stunt doubles um, when they're yeah. all first walking into that room where they first group up without Superman. Uh, if you look closely, Gal Gadot is a stunt double in all of the back shots. And I don't know if yeah, you guys heard about this, but if you remember shit. in the trailer when um, Alfred said, I was waiting on you and everyone knew it was Superman, it wasn't Superman. It was actually Green Lantern. When they filmed that scene, they gave a, a bright green It was supposed light. to be Green Lantern, yeah. It was supposed to be Green which Lantern. Which is such bullshit. Which, which the problem was because they had like two the different original, directors. Yeah, yeah the original marketing was Night of Seven. Yeah, it was just awful. It's so bad. No. AJ, do you do you want to give us any uh, any thoughts on Justice League? No, everything y'all said, I completely <laughs> agree with. But I'm just going to say this is a, <laughs> a guilty movie pleasure for me. But I do agree with you all. 
So I, I, also, I feel like they also wasted like callbacks to other things on this movie. Like, tell me that. Okay, I know that you guys are all younger than me, but did anyone see the cartoon movie like back in the day called We're Back? It had a bunch of dinosaurs in it. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, nope. Well. At, at the very end of Justice League, you know, when Steppenwolf gets, like, eaten by his little creatures, there's a scene that's exactly like that. Oh, in I see that. There's, a, there's yeah. an evil dude, and he and his crows all fucking turn on him and start eating him. And I go, oh, my God. I go, they stole this from where back. And the, so, anyway, that thing. And then at the very end, when they have Superman and Flash race against each other, I'm like, man, they're wasting such a good scene for, in this crappy-ass movie. So Wait, I just we, feel like Can we talk about it. how... Sorry, Tia, but can we talk about how, like, um, at the end of the movie, when Batman told Barry to just save people, my dude went to a family of four, pushed them away, and then Superman just comes out of nowhere with a whole fucking building a load of people. <laughs> like, dude, they just completely ruined everything with that scene, too. Yeah, so one like, everybody. Dude, he asked for one of every, everybody in this movie. It's like, like I said, it could have only been Cyborg and Superman in this movie, and it would have been the exact same. I want to speak on your point, Ryan. You were talking about the Green Lantern earlier. The original marketing for this movie was actually Unite the Seven. He was yeah, supposed to be I, in this movie. Like, so, it's Green Lantern. Okay. We were supposed to get a lantern. No. Apparently, for Unite the Seven, was supposed to be for Unite the Seven Thieves. That's what I heard. Not Green, not Green Lantern being in it. Unite the Seven Seas for Aquaman's character. Apparently, it was supposed to be a nod towards his own movie. That's what I heard, though. I don't know how much I believe it, but it was supposed to be Unite the Seven Seas and not Unite the Seven uh, Justice League members. And, that, and if that's true, they completely misdirected everyone for no fucking reason. And they just let down nah, there so was many supposed to be a, a lantern in this movie, though. Originally, there was supposed to be a, a lantern. Technically, here. you can say there was a lantern, but it, there really wasn't a lantern. It was such bullshit. It was, shit. There was not a. It, it was the a movie was shot. just too fast. The movie, the movie was just too yeah. fast. It shouldn't because have been Warner Brothers constrained it, it to two be. hours. This movie could have easily been two forty or three hours long. Absolutely, one hundred percent agree. I think that we can all agree. I don't think that it was like that. I don't think the time limit was the problem. I just people didn't the team didn't couldn't figure out what they wanted to do with the movie because one person wanted this and the next person wanted that, so they like I guess combined them all. And then Zack Snyder got fired or quit, whatever the I, reason I was. Think, yeah, and then they brought Josh Whedon back. I mean, brought Josh Whedon in. And then everything just went right to shit, shit even more. Itself. It was That's... terrible. And I think that we can all agree that Justice League was freaking awful. Uh, I'm just going to move it along just a little bit just for timing sake because we got three more picks to go. Uh, but great pick, Ryan, because it was awful. Uh, I'm going to hit the number three slot, and I'm actually going to pick um, – I'm going to pick Spider-Man 3. The Toby yeah. Maguire okay. one. Oh. Yes. Oh, sorry. It's been a long time, so forgive me that I'm not going to be like that detailed about it, but 
I just remember going to see it in the movies, and when Spider-Man 3, I will never forget, when Spider-Man 3 came out, you know, it was, like, the height of the emo, like, fad. Yeah, and when was, freaking, it was. And when freaking that one scene, when that one scene when freaking Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker, whatever, is walking, and he looks in the mirror, and he just puts his hair you know, to the side. Well, and I'm like, oh my god, what am I watching right now? It was so bad. And then, you know, that's where we have that, that really terrible version, right? That that's one with Venom, right? I can't even remember because it's so yeah. bad. Yeah, but yeah, it was, like, it was Venom. We have that really horrible version of Venom from the guy from that. 70s show, which I don't even understand how he landed that role to begin with, which sounds really bad. No offense to the actor. I don't even really know him, but still, just he was terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. That whole movie all around, and you can tell at that point, because the thing is, I, I'm sure you guys know they were going to make a fourth Spider-Man, and the girls yeah. played Mary Jane the show. Oh, like, God, no, I was like, had I've had enough, and it's like you could tell almost like as you're watching that like these actors have had enough. Like they don't even want to do it at this point, and it just was awful. I liked the first one. The second one was pretty good. The third one was just like an abomination of the trilogy, just so bad. I just remember seeing it, and I was excited to go see it because I liked the previous two. And I was like, oh, and at that point, I like hated the whole emo fad, like. It was just so whiny and this and that. Any former emo people out there don't hate me, but I hated it. So when they made Spider-Man emo, I'm like, really? We got Spider-Man who's emo right now? It was just it was so bad. So definitely Spider-Man, the third one with Tobey Maguire in it, is going to be my number three pick. Um, AJ, you want to comment? <laughs> Okay, um, I agree with everything you said, and I'm gonna add like lazy dialogue. There was a lot of awkward moments in it. Um, it felt like three different movies with um, Sandman, Venom, and Harry. I just felt like if oh, good God, uh, <laughs> let me go to the dance sequence first. Let let me let me start with the dance sequence first. This this that scene is the most cringeworthy scene of all time. I think it's even worse than the Catwoman basketball scene, which was oh, utter garbage. Um, I I saw potential in Spider Man Three, but I guess the higher ups got scared of what people thought, and they saw something that was cool, and they wanted to put it in. So the director just basically just gave up. Sam Raimi basically like gave up on this film because he didn't want to add Venom to it, and, but he had to so he wouldn't get fired <laughs> and he wanted the money, <laughs> I guess. And yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I, I like I this um, character, Sandman, but the story overall was just, was just a total mess. Harry Osborn as Green Goblin, as Peter's villain, and then losing his memory, and then forgiving Peter was useless and didn't need to be in there. Honestly, he should have been. Um, Green, um, Harry Osborn should have been like the main focus. Should have been the main yeah. focus of the movie. And then you have what's his name, Eddie, 
I, I don't even know what to say about hey, that. Like, he's Topher Grace. Oh, good lord! <laughs> I can't even speak about it. You know he's it's bad terrible. when like AJ just like gives up like halfway through, like even saying what he was going to say. Like, oh, <laughs> not even worth it. <laughs> I don't want to get angry. <laughs> I watched. I watched it last night too. I was like, oh god. I turned it off like, yeah, I turned it off like three times and put it back on so I can get ready for this. And I was like, I have to watch this. No, I'm not going to watch it. Well, you put yourself through trouble. You did a lot more preparation than I did, AJ. Um, But, yeah, so it's just a bad movie. It's a terrible movie, and it's like almost like a bad to like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, which is unfortunate, you know, because I think he did a pretty good job. But then to just end it, end his Spider-Man it was career, terrible, Spider-Man it. Three, it was terrible. Um, Leo, do you want like to give posters. us your thoughts? I would say I like the posters. Garbage, <laughs> absolute garbage. I mean, everything about this is garbage. Uh, they brought in Gwen Stacy all sloppily. And she no, was, I like, played her. by Bryce Dallas Howard, I think. And, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? This is, like, a complete weird role reversal. Why even bring her into the story? I mean, she wasn't there in the first place. I mean, I thought we had already got over her. So that was really weird, like, a really weird curveball to throw in the movie. Yes, the dance was cringy. That whole club scene where he's dancing and all of that, like, oh, yeah, that was, trying uh, to get Mary Jane back, that was just absolute cringeworthy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would never want to go back and watch that scene ever again. Uh, there's been a couple times where I've watched Spider-Man 3, and I have skipped it because it's so bad. Um, and the whole movie is just so bad. Like, Topher Grace, I'm like, are you serious? Eric? I just I couldn't get over it. It's like, I, just, I will say I'm J. Wrong, Jonah Jameson is good in all of the Spider Man movies. Yes. He is great and I wish I wish he would come back. I wish they would just bring him back. He can like just, they can. just throw him it's back too late. Throw him back in the MCU. I'm down. Like just as the next J. Jonah just bring back. Um <laughs> I I really couldn't stand. I mean, Sandman. I was like, why even put him in the movie? I thought it was like they they just mishmashed all the stuff together. But yeah, you're right. He was forced to throw Venom in. But Spider Man Four. I mean, rumors had it like uh, Anne Hathaway was going to play Black Cat and John Malkovich was going to play that Vulture. All, that, like they had that all sounds good on paper. But in reality, it does, but I don't it think been it was sloppy, be good man. at all. No, no. And and Sam Raimi walked away from the project knowing that it was going to be a bad movie. And he was like, I'm just not going to make it. And he left. And that was why yeah, they canceled uh, Spider-Man 4. But, I mean, Spider-Man 3 was, was one of the most garbage superhero movies because Venom was sloppily thrown in. You don't throw Venom into a movie like that. You don't throw him in. Like, throwing him in made it all all sloppy because then at that point you take a curveball from what was going on with Harry and Peter and all that, and you just say, well, you, you throw a big middle finger up to that and then sloppily end the movie with Venom. Like, you can't do that. 
You can't you can't yeah. just throw Venom into a movie like that because that's why he looked bad. That's why it was a bad actor because it was all thrown together. And they should have never done that. There should have been effort. There should be even in this recent Venom movie, which arguably could take an honorable mention here, uh, was it was at least better than this. That that look was at least better than this flop. Like that, this Spider-Man <laughs> was cringeworthy. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. I'm gonna say before I scoot it over to Ryan, I'm gonna say really quick. You guys know I actually liked the Venom that just came out. But that being said, uh, Ryan, oh, do you want do you want to give us your Spider-Man three? So let me guys give you a little bit of a story. Listen oh, down, Trojan, so for Todd and Ryan. Listen down. So, it was 2008. I was eight when this movie came out. Yes, I know. Little young me. Little young Furlong. Oh, and, man. So, I, I remember. Oh, I, I'm old. I, 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 think, I, I think my mom took me to see this fucking movie. So, I was so excited. I'm just like, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. <laughs> Right? So it's the movie I come out of it and I'm like, that movie was so good. Oh my god. So when I really started getting into movies, I was like around I wanna say twelve years old. So I back, went back when I was fourteen and watched it. I'm just like, This movie is so bad. Oh my god. I hated every single second of this. And ever since that day I've never watched it again. I watched it once when I was 12 just to reevaluate my life. Never watched it again. Never wanted to touch it again. One of the worst movies ever. And I will argue and say this is worse than Amazing Spider-Man 2. It is worse. Okay. worse than Amazing Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is a guilty pleasure film for me too, by the way. So, oof. Oof, that movie yeah. was bad, bro. I'm sorry. That <laughs> it's was a guilty pleasure. <laughs> but but I, I it is a bad movie. It is a bad movie, so that that's all I gotta say. Since you guys we're not gonna hold, about Spider Man three. We're not we're not gonna hold uh eight year old Ryan against uh against this, all right? So I do. Thank you, thank I, you. Hold I hold him accountable. Yeah, well AJ, you know what? Your opinion's invalid. <laughs> <laughs> So we're just going to truck right along again, just for time's sake. Uh, Leo, you're going to get number two. All right. Um, so choose I'm going to throw this one I in swear here. God. If you choose What's what I up? think you're going to choose. I swear to God, are we picking? Hold on, man. No. Are we picking? So like... Choose it. <laughs> <laughs> choose it. Oh my god! Oh, Are we to uh, just comic book like Marvel DC? Are we sticking to like kind of any any different like superhero? Because I was gonna throw Last Airbender on there, but I don't know if that counts. What were you gonna throw on there? Uh, the Last Airbender. No, that, no, that doesn't count. count. That doesn't count. Okay, that all right, all right. I do. I'll stick to. Okay, Batman and Robin. With George oh, Clooney. God. Good God. Good God. <laughs> I love that movie with a passion. I love it. You love it? 
No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh my god. I thought you were serious. I thought you were serious. I love the back credit card. I love Iceman's puns. I love them all. <laughs> Funny you should say this. So I was listening to an interview the other day. Oh my god! Do you know the why this movie was made? Do you know why this movie was made? For everything that was good about that movie, like everything that you can remember, it was absolute freaking trash. When every time I went back and watched it, oh my god. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Arnold was cheesy. It was all cringy, guys. It was all just It was all just, just weird after you go back and watch it. It was, like, just dumb. I don't know. The Ice Age. <laughs> I, to meet you. Oh, good God. I hated that movie. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, I was a porn star, just by the way. By the way, no, my favorite, my favorite thing ever is the Batman credit card. Here, the bat nipples, oh the bat ass, the bat boobs, everything just fucking great. Everything is just fantastic. <laughs> but oh you, man. It, 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 I, I mean, like from ice to meet you to... I feel like this is a good point. Just because we're, make, just because we're all laughing and making fun of it. Because the movie's funny. They they had no intention of making an actual movie with it, too. That was the funniest thing about this. So I feel like it's a guilty pleasure movie for all of us because we're laughing at it. Hysterically, too. There's so many great moments that are so bad that I feel like it's just a guilty pleasure movie for all of us. And I, Personally, I would not mind going back watching if one of you actually to watch it with you guys, just because it's so bad. So I don't know how y'all feel about this movie. We should have a a rewatch, and then we can all have a bad review of it afterwards. Oh my god, I'm down for that. I'll pass I'm the time not to make up. I don't, I don't think I'll survive time. through the movie. I don't think I'll survive through the movie. <laughs> this is one bad movie I can survive through. Oh, oh god. All the ice puns. All the ice puns. So, Leo, your your choice for number two is going to be Batman and Robin. I mean, what besides, like, the bad puns, like, was there anything redeemable about the movie? Because believe it or not, guys, I actually haven't seen the movie because it looks so bad. And everyone says how bad it is. I'm like, I'm not even going to touch it. You've never seen it? You know what? There's one redeemable quality here. There's one re- redeemable quality, and it's the nostalgia factor. If you saw it yeah. as a kid, like, you'd probably have some kind of nostalgic, like, okay, I'll go back and watch it, just because, like, you've seen it as a child, and you're like, all right, well, it was kind of okay back then. It was kind of fun. That might like be Ryan the only and Spider-Man redeeming <laughs> factor. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That might be the only redeeming factor of that movie. Is the nostalgia factor. Yeah, yeah everyone talks about so how terrible it is. Oh, Batman and Robin. Thank God. Thank God that we are moving away from the era where we're just getting these, like, shoddy freaking superhero movies. But, I mean, that being said, we have shit like Justice League, which is put together so sloppily. So, I don't know. Hopefully they'll learn their lesson. But, um, anyone want to make any last comments about uh, Batman and Robin? 
The Batman and Robin is the reason why I hate puns. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible All green right. screen, everything. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we are at the number one for this top ten list, and I think that we've had some good ones, some questionable ones, <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp, but... I'm gonna go through the I'm gonna go through the list before we get to our number one. So at ten is Thor Dark World, number nine is the two thousand three Hulk, number eight is Ant Man and the Wasp, number seven is Batman versus Superman, number six is Suicide Squad, number five is the original Fantastic Four, number four is Justice League, number three is Spider Man three, number two is Batman and Robin. And AJ, you have the number one spot. Let's hear what you got. Choose wisely. Oh, God. <laughs> um, those waters. I'm debating on either Uh-oh. Green Lantern, Ghost Rider, Electra, or Catwoman. Not Ghost Rider. Green Lantern. Uh. I'm gonna do Catwoman just just because of the basketball scene. That alone is. I almost gave up watching movies just because of that scene alone. It's an understandable reason why. (laughs) It was oh god. Oh god, I'm gonna go rewatch the editing scene. (laughs) The editing in that part was terrible. The music, I don't know what. I don't know what it was, but it just made me want to leave my room and just leave it on. Um, Holly Berry was terrible as Catwoman, even though it was, she was hot. But that's all I'll give oh, that she movie. She was, she was, she was, she was pretty hot in that movie. Um, Damn, okay. <laughs> Um, Nothing beats Black um, Widow, though, so what? don't add me. Nothing beats Black Widow, so don't add me on I, Twitter I, I, or I, I, anything. I didn't say it. Wonder Woman for me, dog. Wonder Woman for me, but whatever. I'll let that one slide, uh, Leo. I'll let that one slide. When they first made Halle Berry Catwoman, you could just tell from, like, the trailers and stuff it was going to be a bad movie just because it looked like, you know, Halle Berry is such a gorgeous woman. They're like, here, wear this skimpy, revealing costume, and we're just going to have you jump around the whole time. It, it wasn't a movie that they were doing because they wanted to do a comic book movie. It was a movie that they were doing because they wanted to put a beautiful actress in front of the screen mm-hmm. and they thought that they were going to make money off of it. That's yeah. really what it was. Um, it was not in any way. Same thing you could say with Electra, any movies really back then, because that's all Hollywood was focused on. Let's just get a pretty girl and put them on screen, and we'll make money because drooling, you know, men will go and want to watch it. But it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Um, Ryan, do you want to give us your thoughts on Halle Berry's Catwoman? <laughs> Uh, I guess we lost Ryan. Ryan, anyone? No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he's not saying anything. <laughs> um, 
Wait, wait. Did you ask? Wait, I'm confused. What happened? Um, I was asking you if you wanted to make a comment on AJ Six number one. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just went into like fucking should, La La Land for a second. You, he's too busy thinking about La La Black Widow. He's too busy thinking about no, Black Widow. <laughs> nah, I gotta wait till Endgame comes out to be doing that. But yo, Catwoman was fucking shit. If anyone defends it, they're an idiot and they should go back to school. First off, <laughs> CGI was shit. Second of all, CGI was even more shit. First of all, the CGI and the acting were shit altogether. <laughs> So, <laughs> makes a giant pile of crap. And it's Harambe crap either. It's not just dog crap or human crap. It's Harambe crap. That's all I got to say, though. That's how much I hate it. Oh, it's my God. Leo? I, I, have, I have something to say. Um, I, oh, did you like AJ, it, you were talking about. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Oh, hell no. Um, but, <laughs> AJ, you were talking about. <laughs> You talk about that uh, basketball scene, so I went back and uh, watched that. Bro, I'm nauseous, man. Like, that was that was so bad. That was so bad. Like, even just like in a like even just from like a filmmaking standpoint, I'm like, those are some of the worst shots I've ever seen. That that like that quarter shot there where she's like. Basically shaking her ass in front of him with the basketball. I just hey, I'm like girl. I can't do this stuff. <laughs> and the terrible. way they're blocking each other, they're like putting their arms around each other to block. I'm like, you don't do that in basketball, yo. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and then like he was like jumping off walls, and I, I just wow. That basically explains the whole movie because I did also watch. Uh, um, like her fighting in one of the scenes and she was in this building in a leather suit and man, it's it's bad. I mean, like all the cuts to just get all these perfect flips in. Like it's like she does one flip and there's like three different cuts of angles. Like it's like up, <laughs> boop, boop, boop. All right, yep, she finally landed. All right, yes, we're we're on another <laughs> shot now. Like what is going on? You can't even see the fight because there's so many goddamn cuts. <laughs> it's terrible. Like, she, like, lands a blow, and it's like, all right, we're going to do, like, three different cuts so we can get that and kick that in going. just so it looks right. It, it was just horribly, horribly edited. edited. <clears throat> and it looks like the story is just garbage. I'll admit, I did watch this movie, but it's been a good, like, 10-plus years, guys, so... Maybe even like fifteen. It was it was so bad back then. I mean, back when I was younger, that I just didn't even watch it anymore. It, it's it's just a bad movie, and it's easy to forget. <laughs> that was that was terrible. It, I think there was gonna be a sequel as well. When there's some bubblage about a sequel. Oh fucking! Well, thank no, God. No, thank God it didn't happen. It looks like a thing about it. It really like, came out during a time where, like, they just were so lazy about superhero movies. They were just trying just fucking anything. <laughs> they didn't give a shit how it came out. No, trying to make much. cute, cute superheroes and shit. Trying to make her look attractive, so they wanted to get mm-hmm. hot and airy. Mm-hmm. That was dumb. That was so dumb. Yeah. 
It was such a bad movie. I think that yeah. that actually. I was gonna say that I think that Justice League should have been number one, but now that AJ, Me you know, too. threw out Catwoman, but Cat Catwoman's a pretty good one for number yeah. one, just because I was just. It was kind of a joke, and there's so many movies out there that have like you know they're under a superhero name, but they're not really a superhero movie. They're not a comic book movie. You're just using it because you want to make the money. That's all. Let me ask y'all, if they would have made a uh, Black Panther with Wesley Snipes back in like late 90s, early 2000s, do you think it would have been as dope of a movie? No. It would have been so bad. (laughs) It would have been so bad. I'd see if anybody would would defend that. (laughs) I'm honestly happy. I'm I'm honestly happy that all the superheroes back in the day was like really, really bad, but they continuously got better throughout the years. And now we get like movies like X Men, the 2000s. We got Days of Future Past. We got Homecoming. We got Infinity War. Days of Future Past was dope. That was mm-hmm. a dope X Men movie. Holy fuck! Got Logan. Yeah. Dark Knight. Now we got like amazing oh. superhero movies now, so I'm happy they were, <laughs> they were terrible. They've definitely upped the you know because you have people who are producing the movies who are actually fans, so they mm-hmm. understand the content. Um, back to your question, Leo. I don't think I would have particularly minded Wesley Snipes playing Black Panther just because. Whenever an actor comes out and says they explicitly want to play a character, I feel like they would at least, you know, have uh, put all their effort into it, you know? I like when I hear people are like, oh, I'd really love to play this character. Well, then you know they're going to put all their effort. But, you know, considering, yeah, considering the yeah. time... We wouldn't have gotten as good of graphics. We wouldn't, and because of how the studios were, we wouldn't have gotten, you know, as much of creative freedom as you know the 2018 Black Panther did. Because at the at that time, you know, all those movies had like a certain recipe that they had to go for. That you know they had to put in the stupid love story and yada yada yada. You know, it just wouldn't have been a good movie. I don't think that. You know, Wesley Snipes would have been terrible as T'Challa, but it's good that they waited as long as they did because we got Chadwick Bosman and we got the movie that we got in 2018. Wait, do you guys think it's going to win next weekend? What? What did you say? Do you guys think uh, Black Panther is going to win next weekend? I don't think it is. No. But you guys... No. Yeah. I don't think it's going to win just because... I just don't think that they're going to make a superhero movie win. I just don't see yeah, that happening. Yeah, I doubt it. Um, I, it would be it would be crazy if it did. If they came out and then gave the award to Black Panther, that would be insane. I don't think anyone would see that coming at all. And if it did happen, everybody it'll be, it'll be it'll be a riot. It'll, there'll be a riot if that happened. Yeah, that well, would be, of course. Like will. everybody would be pissed. Mm-hmm. Well, of course they will be. You know, that's just how our culture <laughs> works right now. Basically. Um, what movie do you guys think is going to win the Oscar? Roma. 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 
Roma. Well, that's my hope. I don't think Roma is actually going to win. That's my Roma. I think he's going to win. Uh, but I think I, Black Klansman or Green Book are going to win one of the two I of those. I hope Black Klansman wins. Did my call Green Book. No. I want to see I Green Book. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think Green Book has a chance. The thing is, if Roma wins, that's like the first time a like Netflix movie will have won, uh, won an Oscar. So that w- itself would be insane. I think Beast of No Nation won. I think Beast of No Nation won 2015. Now it's a Netflix original. That one? Thieves of No Nation won? No. What? For best motion picture? Yeah. I don't remember. You know, I don't really, honestly, I don't really watch the Oscars just because most of the time, shit that I want nominated is not nominated. They, like, refuse. Besides Black Panther, they have refused to recognize great movies just because they're within a superhero genre. That I hate that whole stigma. It does not mean 2015 that was actors... uh, Birdman. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Sorry, Tina, yeah, sorry to job. No, no, no. It's like I understand that, but it's like we wouldn't ever see, I don't know, if The Dark Knight didn't win for Oscar. I mean, that was a it fantastic movie game. I'm just saying that should have won, and you know maybe they just maybe they just gave it to Birdman because it wasn't a it wasn't what am I trying to say? You know, it wasn't a Captain America movie. It wasn't a Batman movie. It wasn't a superhero you know? movie. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to get at. Um, and it's Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's amazing. But if Black Panther does win. I think it'll open up the doors, and I think it'll show that at least the Academy is listening. But I kind of doubt it because the Academy is made up of all these, like, outdated people pretty much. Well, um, no, no, no. Actually, the Academy is made up of a lot of mostly directors, writers, producers. Like, there's a lot of people in the Academy from young to old. Uh, I learned this from somebody who knows someone who's in the Academy. Ah, it's okay. the, I think it's the board that's like filled with like outdated people, but the people that like vote are like directors, actors, actresses, yeah. cinematographers, and they're probably not going to pick a superhero film. Probably not. No, I just don't see it happening. Um, I don't think I'm going to watch the Oscars here. I haven't watched most of the movies that are nominated. To be honest with there's you. so much drama this past few weeks. Yeah, with the the Kevin Hart thing that happened, the fact that they're not going to have a host, which I don't really mind if they don't have a host. Why do we really need a host? They have the people. What did you say, Leo? I said, me neither. Keep it moving. Keep scooching along. I don't need a host. Oh, it's so long, the Oscars. Oh, my God. Every year it goes over the time it's supposed to be. I think I just read something recently that, like, they're keeping everyone's speeches to, like, a minimum, like a super minimum, because they know that those actors or whatever, they come up and they start talking. It takes forever. So, well, they have so much music playing at the same time. They, like, take breaks and then yeah. play music for, like, 20 minutes, and then they go on, and it's stupid. 
it's like the freaking Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I'm not a football fan. I'm actually not much of a sports fan. But anytime I watch the Super Bowl, it's like one of the players kicks the ball, and they're like, and commercial break. <laughs> and then they come back, <laughs> well, and a commercial break. And I'm like, the Super Bowl would probably be like a half hour at most if they just didn't have like any commercial break. You know Wait, what? what I'm saying, guys? Uh-huh. <laughs> the Super Bowl? You lost me at Super Bowl. I'm talking about the Super Bowl. I'm saying that the Super Bowl would probably be like a half hour at most if they decided not to take so many freaking commercial breaks. Yeah, that halftime show was whack this year. Wow. Oh, it was so <laughs> bad. It was so I didn't watch bad. it this year. I skipped it. I, uh, you you I, didn't miss anything. You didn't miss anything, AJ. You didn't miss Jack and shit. It was terrible. I just, that, I don't know. The whole Super Bowl, Oscars, all those award shows are ridiculous. But that being said, guys, um, unfortunately, we lost Ryan. Something ta- there's like some Uh-oh. sort of there's some sort of voodoo going on about the top ten. I swear, guys, because it's like every week it's something happens. But we just keep on trucking because the show must go on. We went over the top ten worst live action comic book movies, and it was, it's a great list, guys. It's a great list. And again, anyone who's listening, this is just opinion based. Um, even though uh, AJ, I think, earlier was the one that said, no, they were facts. But no, <laughs> they, they are opinion. I mean, listen, I got to shout this out really quick, and Brittany's going to hate me for it, but Leo was texting me, like, the past few days. He's like, Brittany better not come on and say this, this, and that. And I was like, Brittany's not going to be on, so you don't got to worry that that movie is going to make it on this list. But I almost feel like, Ryan committed the same sort of treason by putting Ant-Man and the Wasp on this list. I'm just saying, guys. Well, Black Panther would have made the list. I would have hung up. (laughs) Wait, what was Brittany's pick? Black Panther. When we did the worst movies of 2018, she picked Black Panther, and I swear, Leo fucking, like, almost died on air. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> he, uh, he he made us switch it, so it didn't actually get on the list. Brittany said it, and then and then Leo made her retract it, so don't <laughs> worry, Leo. <laughs> it was but it then, was such... Like, it was bad. I, 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 I was not going to let that one make it. I'm sorry. Leo tried to do the same thing, too, when I said that Suicide Squad was one of the best DC movies. I was like, no, bro, I'm, I'm sticking with that one. That one's staying on the list. Suicide Squad is on both best and worst <laughs> superhero movies. That's why it's opinion-based. That's why it's opinion-based, you know? <laughs> this shit happens. Well, you know, I mean, it's just how it goes when you have four, three people who have all different likes and dislikes and they're going through a list. So, but anyway, guys, thank you so much for sticking with me. This is Tia again for the top 10 for, you know, Geek Vibe Nation. Leo, tell us where we can find you. 
Find me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Geekly Good Guys and online at geeklygood.com. I won't take up too much time, but we'd like to donate a lot of our funds to arts education. So come stop by, grab a shirt if you like, enjoy some of our videos, and watch out for more content. Absolutely. Leo, it's always awesome having you on here. Um, and AJ, Awesome. Now, I'm so happy, AJ, by the way, that you are starting to do these top tens with us. You're a great contributor. Please tell everyone where we can find you and what, you know, what they can debate with you over on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm at Twitter at AJ underscore Geek Vibes, or you can find me doing articles at GVNation.com. Yeah, and AJ is a puts out really great reviews and likes to, you know, re, he really knows his stuff. So if you're going to come at him on Twitter, just know that you're up for it, man. And also please check out Ryan as well. He is also a great contributor at GV Nation. Um, unfortunately, he was probably having phone problems and had to drop out. You can also find me doing obviously the top 10s every week, and I'm also a writer for GV Nation, so just come and check it out. All right, guys, have yourselves a great weekend, and thanks again for joining us for the top 10. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.